In Ag and Review for the week ending September 6th, we start off with some news for our tomato growers. Florida tomato growers, packers, and shippers may finally get some relief from audit fatigue. It's been a long time coming, but I do believe we're on the verge of establishing the first single audit system for fresh produce in the country. That's Reggie Brown, executive vice president of the Florida Tomato Exchange, who actually made those comments about this time last year. But delays in global food safety initiative audit trainings for state and federal inspectors has pushed the process back a season. Currently, tomato growers must undergo several different food safety inspections required by multiple buyers. But the hope is that by the start of the 2013 Florida tomato season, growers will be able to participate in just one single audit system. That will allow for a single food safety audit that would be capable of being reported to various uh, entities at whatever level of audit the grower needs. Brown adds that in addition to simplifying the process, the system should also open more market opportunities to growers. And now we check in with Randall Wiseman with this report for our livestock producers. Congress is set to reconvene next week in our nation's capital, and there are many issues affecting cattle producers and ranchers across the country. National Cattlemen's Beef Association President-elect Bob McCann looks at what some of those top issues are. Uh, of course, we got the Farm Bill going on, and of course, the mandatory cool is a big issue for national cattlemen's. It's been a bad law, and it's uh, we need to get it to voluntary, or we need to change it. And uh, it's it's hurt us on our international trade with our biggest trading partners, Mexico and Canada. So that's a big issue for us. McCann, a cattle producer from Victoria, Texas, said these and other issues are why the NCBA staff in Washington, D.C. is so important to cattle producers across the country. We've got an excellent staff up there, and Colin Woodall runs a, a real tight ship, and he's got some good folks working for him that are up there on the hill every day and talking to our legislators. So we're real proud of that, and uh, our state affiliates uh, utilize that office, and that's kind of part of this state-national partnership. We want them to feel they have the freedom to call up there and let them know what their issues are, too. To learn more, go to their website at beefusa.org. And we will wrap up for this week with this from Everett Griner. Has anybody counted the number of groups and organizations that are dedicated to feeding the hungry? They all collect food from any available source and then pass it along to underfed families. You know, I see tons and tons of food go to waste every year because nobody will collect it. When vegetable farmers finish in a field, they generally leave a lot of food to rot and be plowed under ahead of next year's crop. You know, the Bible refers to this as gleaning. You know, gathering from leftovers from the field to feed the hungry. Farmers would gladly donate this food if an organized effort to harvest it were presented to them. Most people don't know that hunger and malnutrition affects more people than cancer. Gleaning leftovers in fields could reduce that problem. It's there. All it needs is somebody to develop a plan to harvest it. Anybody can do that. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Sagnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Sagnet's podcast.